Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am the CEO and founder of J Intel, a nonprofit organization that bridges the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Being an overcomer, visionary, and God's creation, I empower women with their emotional wellness and intimacy with God to live abundantly. In this podcast series, we reveal that our wellness is not just physical health, but includes mental and spiritual health. True health and well-being include all three aspects. We transform our lives when we care for our mind, body, and spirit. Welcome home, ladies. It has been a treat spending time with you this month. Before I jump into our wonderful tools and tips show, I'm about to do it. Yes, I am. You know what? That is our PSAs. First, please subscribe to our channel in whatever app you get your podcast. Tell your friends and family about us. Leave us that review. And I'm also going to add something else in all this goodness. And that is, please go to a healing piece. That's a healing piece, all one word dot com and sign up for our newsletter yes stay connected with us we have more to come this year thank you for listening to our wonderful psa now back to the show as i mentioned previously this is our tools and tips show where we capture all that incredible information from our interviews it is a cheat sheet that you can use in your daily walk We had the privilege of having an audio therapist and educator on our show. And she broke things down about music that I personally had no idea about. I am curious. Did you try it out for yourself? Well, I figured I can't expose you to anything new if I'm unwilling to try it myself. So this week, yes, I did. I decided to listen to alpha wave music to help myself relax. You know, I did notice a difference. I was a bit calmer. And actually, now that I think about it, I was a little bit more focused, not as agitated. (laughs) You see, you heard me talk about it before. My day job can get to me. Oh, yes, it can. IT surely is stressful. Why? Unnecessarily. That's why. Anyways, don't get me started because I'm going to call me down the path and you be like, girl, if you don't stop your complaining. So I ain't about to play my violin. But anyways, when I noticed that it helped. Now you would think, uh, sister, did you do it multiple times a week? Because you did notice it helped. And unfortunately, I will be honest with you. I didn't do it. I was like, I'm not used to having noise in my daily routine during my work hours so even though i noticed that it calmed me down after a certain point i was like oh i can't take the noise so as i was having this experience one of the things that i thought to myself was but come here you did see the benefits so maybe you could have did it multiple times well we all know that sometimes It becomes challenging or it's kind of hard to create a new habit and to stay consistent in that new habit when it's unfamiliar. For me, 
it was unfamiliar because I'm used to not having so much noise throughout the day, but it was something healthy. It worked. And yet I wasn't consistent with it. And so I thought, okay, Kimara, I know you're not the only one who had problems being consistent and creating healthy habits. So what did I do? You know, I Googled. And one of the things that I saw right away was five tips to help you create healthy habits. So I said, you know what, I'm going to read this and help myself learn how to do this more consistently. And so as I was doing this, I said, well, let me go ahead and share it with you guys because it may be something that will be beneficial for you. Now, again, since I am not a master in this area, (laughs) no, I had to get outside help. And the five tips that I'm about to tell you right now, which is not our tools and tips show. This is extra. This is a little extra. These five tips come from CNN Health, Health rather. And they recommend these five steps. Step one, establish a specific goal. For me, my specific goal will be to listen to common music for 30 minutes every day to create a new habit. (laughs) Okay, as I say this, I'm like, girl, you tried that last time and it didn't work. So let me go ahead and adjust this a little bit and say, how about until I can get used to it, let me go ahead and listen to it for 30 minutes every other day. And of course, on Sunday, uh, to make sure that I'm prepping my week, so I'm not going into the week being anxious. And when I make this adjustment up front, I am defining a goal that's realistic and achievable. Initially, when I started out, I listened to it for like two hours. That's not achievable for me. So again, step one is to establish a specific goal. Step two is create a detailed and cue-based plan. For me, with listening to common music, I will add to my goal that I will listen 30 minutes every day at 1 p.m. Now I have a specific time, so I have something to come back to every other day with and and to help because, you know, sometimes we just forget. I will set an alert or notification in my phone for 10 minutes before one to remind me and then again at one to make sure I follow through with it. Okay, here's step number three. Make it fun to repeat. Now with my music example, to keep me engaged, I will find several playlists with a variety of music. The goal with variety is to help me enjoy the music. I can also create a reward system. For instance, if I do it the whole week, I can get a sticker or take myself out for some good old ice cream. Now that it's starting to warm up a little bit, yes, a special treat. It's up to you. Find something that is fun and will keep you motivated. Want to dig deeper into God's Word? Our community partner, Jesus Intelligence, offers in-depth biblical reading. Go to jintel.net to start your reading plan by acquiring and applying biblical knowledge rooted in Jesus Christ. We hope that you will be strengthened spiritually. Also, Jesus Intelligence is always looking for Christian writers to share their works. If you're interested, 
please go to jintel.net and enter your information in our Contact Us section. Together, we inspire others to remain anchored in God's Word. All right, step number four. Establish flexibility. Now, I'm not a flexible person. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those all or none type people. But I'll tell you, being this type of personality, it usually sets myself up to fail. Like last week when I listened to it for about two hours and that was it. It was all or none. So this step is so important. So as you're creating new habits, of course, there are going to be moments where the old habit wants to creep back into your life. In this particular case, because I made my goal flexible, if I miss a day, then my every other day schedule allows me to do the day that I missed on the following day because I left it open. So, thus, flexibility. Yay! Because we all need it. Step number five. Get your support team to ensure that you keep going. Yes! We all have those moments, like we talked about already, that the old habits, they be coming back, they be trying to win, they be like, girl, you ain't needing to change. You're like, what? Mm-hmm, they come up. But sometimes we just can't do it by ourselves. Thus, I will ask a close friend to periodically check in with me. And in the check-in, ask, hey, how are you doing with listening to that calming, calming music? How often did you listen to this week? I will add that this step is so important. I mentioned last year that I had a health coach all year. Ooh, I worked hard. Yes, I did. But if it wasn't for her support, I still will be that woman this year not drinking enough water. But having her support, she really encouraged to help me to create a new healthy habit so I can do it on my own. Yay! So go ahead, y'all. Get that support team. And as I share these things, again, these are five steps that you can take with our tools and tips so you can come up with a plan to put these tips into your life and to be able to feel victorious about these tips, that it's not something that you start and then the next week, you're back at square one. Again, it takes time to create them healthy habits. I wish I could just wake up and say I got it and the next day I'm perfect at it. Yeah, that's definitely not our reality. So now these tips, they were just extras because as I stated before, I personally needed the help. So I'm just sharing what was helping me so that I can put in practical things in my everyday for my self-care because we talk about that too on the show yes we do anyways because i'll be talking all day like girl get to the point all right let's get to our wonderful tools and tips well actually before i start getting to our tools and tips i want to give out a shout out one more to teresia the audio therapist interviewed because most of these tips that i'm about to give you is the tips that she ended with in the second interview they're great tips and i will say a sister made my job a lot easier. Finally, I'm about to tell y'all what these tips are. Here we go. Tip number one. Teresia requested that we invest in ourselves. Mm, it sounds familiar. 
Yes, we do. We talk about this self-investment. Yes. And she added to the statements that we've made previously about self-care and investing in yourself because she also added uh, another dimension about giving yourself the opportunity to learn and grow. And she talked about suggesting or requesting or an idea of taking a course to develop your knowledge in a specific area. And thus, tip number one is to find something that you always wanted to learn and find a course or a community where you can learn about it. Maybe you wanted to learn more about your phone. (laughs) We all know. I'm getting to that age where my nephew tells me how my phone works. Ooh, that's a shame. Or how your computer works or how to cook a certain way. I know that I enjoy watching cooking shows, but how about taking the extra step and sign up for a cooking show? I know that as COVID is settling down a bit, there's more in-person activities that we can do. But the list is endless. And I su- I'm encouraging you to find these learning opportunities because the other thing that it produces is that you are starting to create and establish your community. Why? Because you're placing yourself in an environment where you can exchange ideas with people. And not only does it reinforce the new material that you're learning, but it also provides an opportunity for you to build your support team because you're exposing yourself to new people. And this is a great, safe way to meet new folks. So do something that you always want to learn. Go on, get that course and, and allow yourself to grow in that area. Tip number two. Another great tip that Terexia provided is to play the music that feeds your soul. Ooh. And this is a fun tip because who doesn't like bopping around, singing, and being uplifted? I'm serious. As you proceed with this tip, make sure that you're listening to music that uplifts you. When I was locating the Alpha Way music this week, to calm my spirit. Of course, I went to YouTube as Teresa suggested. But as I was going through trying to find playlists, there was one that I, I liked. But as I was reading the comments, a person indicated that, man, I know this music is calming, but it was triggering their depression because it calmed him down too much and triggered his Malachi. And I was like, oh, that's deep. I didn't think about it that way. But anyways. The point is, find music that will uplift your spirit. Tip number three, which is in continuation to tip number two, is Teresia revealed that music without words is more powerful and positively triggering your brainwave. Yes, we try to give our brains some good stuff to feed on. But she also made a profound statement that our ears tell our brains what to think. In essence, we are teaching our brain what to do. This means that if you're listening to music that's against the spirit of God, you know, cursing, sex, just all that crazy stuff, I mean, you get the gist, then it will feed your spirit negatively. Therefore, this tip 
is to watch what you're feeding your brain. Find music that not only uplifts you, but connects your inner spirit with God. Now, it's again an opportunity to dig a little bit more specific in what we're putting in our brains between our ears that lead to our brains, which leads to our activities. All right, now, let's keep on moving. Let's keep on moving. Tip number four. Since we talk about music with our words, let's take a moment to discuss or I'm going to discuss. I don't know why I'm saying we because you ain't telling me. I'm about to tell you. Okay. I'm going to take a moment to go through once more the different types of sound waves and how they impact your brain. Teresia identified that gamma waves help with concentration. Beta waves help with problem solving and engagement. Alpha waves, which that's what I was trying to do this week, is to help with relaxation. Delta waves help with dreamless sleep. And theta waves help with dreaming. For this tip, identify one area that you require the most assistance in and create a plan to use music to address it. When you establish a consistent habit tackling one area, then go ahead, move forward, and tackle another one. So maybe one week you want to learn how to relax. Like I said, for me, I need to just calm down. Alpha rays are great. And then once I get this in my spirit and it works my, you know, my 30 minutes every other day and I'm consistent with it, then, hey, maybe I should go ahead and try out with the beta waves to help me with more problem solving so my IT drilling can become a little bit easier and perhaps take less time, which may perhaps cause less anxiety. Hmm, maybe I need to switch them. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to tip number five. Teresia talked about practicing Gregorian chants. I'll be honest, when she first made this statement, I did become quiet. I was like, okay. Because the first thing that I thought about with chanting is the metaphysical perspective. You know, the meta, yeah. I'm, I don't know if you thought that way, or maybe you were already smart enough and you knew what Gregorian chants were. So you were like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But for me, I was like, oh, this is new. I don't know what that is. And so what I do, okay, I looked it up and sure enough, I said, oh, this is fascinating. Here's it is. Gregorian chants started in the Middle Ages with the Roman Catholic Church. The chants are either psalms, prayers, hymns, or other church texts or doctrines. There's a word for it with an L. I think it's pronounced liturgical. Yes, see, that's why I didn't see it up front because I can't pronounce it, but you get the gist. At the end of the day, these chants, they reference God and our piety to him. Now, what I did, because again, I wanted to know, so I went and I looked up on YouTube and I, and I saw a couple of them or rather listened to a couple of them. <laughs> and so I'll be honest, unfortunately, I was like, okay, I don't know what they're saying. So if you do decide to do this tip, which is totally fine and which is actually pretty awesome, find the chants that got words with it so you can recite them throughout your day with the song. Because it would defeat the purpose if you don't know what you're saying, right? <laughs> Go ahead, take the extra little step 
find out what they're saying and memorize it and learn it for yourself. Tip number six. Now, perhaps the thought of Gregorian chants may be a little bit above you at this moment. I totally get it. It's new for me. Then this tip, tip number six, is sing to the Lord your prayers. Ooh, can you believe it? That was new for me as well and a refreshing way to pray. I mean, it takes you to a different dimension in your time with God as you express yourself to him. And just remember that as you're singing them, that you're creating rhythm, which is sending your brain positive sound waves. So try it out for yourself. Sing your prayer. Try it out. Ooh, we moving along just good. We got three more tips. You doing real well. Okay, now, it's tip number seven, which I really enjoyed this tip. And I, I talked about it because I was like, I'm making sure this is getting my tools and tips show because that was a good tip. In the first interview, Teresia shared about taking a time out to get rejuvenated for the remainder of your evening. She said, instead of doing those things where you're trying to self-comfort yourself, like eating, things of that nature, instead, take some time, turn on calming music, and perhaps take a shower or bath. If this is not an option, she also suggested laying on the bed to meditate. On both occasions, you're positioning yourself to give your day the good and the bad, up to God. It is the exhale moment where you're not self-comforting, but giving everything over to God. Fill yourself up on his spirit so you can continue to give throughout the evening. Because we all know that some days are just demanding and tough. And this leads to our next tip, tip number eight, which is love yourself. When you are allowing yourself to healthily rejuvenate, you are just loving yourself. When we are loving ourselves, I'm going to add this other tip to it. And that is to extend grace to yourself. We are not going to be perfect. We talked about it in the interview. It's just not realistic. And in those moments where you're not perfect, extend grace to yourself. And if you're wondering, like, who is that me? I'm going to break it down even more. And that is simply just be kind to yourself. Rome was not built in a day. And your transformation will not happen overnight. So, yes, love yourself by being kind to yourself. Mm, 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 mm. Tip number nine. Now, again, we talked about this a lot on the show in those creating healthy habits tip that I read at the beginning. And that is find your support team. Teresia brought this up again in terms of having a supportive friend. And she suggested not to get bottled down with the numbers. Get you two or three good friends. I'm not suggesting just one because that one person has a life as well this means that this one person may not always be available but if you have another friend then you can go to them when the other person is not available and what happens 
And no matter what, you're being covered with support. Also, more than one is great because you receive different perspectives. Yeah, sometimes we need help with the way we think about things. And you're also giving the other person a break because they are a human and they got their own issues too. Mm-hmm. And another great thing that Teresia suggested, like if you're having difficulty finding people to connect with, she talked about Families Anonymous. And for you guys, if, if you haven't looked that up yet, Families Anonymous is a 12-step group to support family and friends of those who wrestle with drugs, alcohol, or related behavior issues. If you don't fall into this category, then as if you do tip number one with finding places to learn and being able to engage in person, giving yourself the opportunity to build new relationships. And, you know, actually, now that I'm speaking, there are some great programs or digital communities where you may be able to take an online e-course. That is totally fine. Just I just, again, encourage you with taking a course that has people in it and not just a course that you check off and you're doing it by yourself. But again, it provides a great opportunity to meet new people. Tip number 10. Can y'all believe it? We made it to tip number 10. Yes, we did. All right. Tip number 10. I almost forgot about this one because I was going to give you a different tip. And then at the last moment, I remembered, no, girl. Oh, no, you don't. Come back and talk about this one here. And that is at in tip, or I'm sorry, not tip, but in interview two, Teresia did a great job providing practical methods for assisting individuals with Alzheimer's. And she suggested playing music that the person connects with during their own lifetime to connect with their remote memory and to help them engage again. She also suggested having the person tap to music or reading poems to music. These are all great tips in using music to help those with Alzheimer's. So again, you guys, I appreciate you listening with me and again, being able to take on some of this new information, these new concepts of a, a new tool that we can use to encourage our emotional health, to encourage our mental alertness, to encourage and feed our brain with something good. And again, the great thing about this tool is that it's free. And of course, if you require more assistance, more help, I always encourage, go ahead, speak to someone who is a professional and can just really walk with you a little bit more in this journey. Again, you guys, y'all made it through my 10 tips and you got five extras. I can't claim the first five though, because that was CNN health on that one. Nonetheless, as previously stated, when I do my tools and tips show, pick a couple to focus on and build upon. Don't do everything at once and wear yourself out. Don't do it. I know it's a temptation. Take your time. You still living. You got time. You still living. You got time. Until then, we still have great information for you this month because this month had an extra week in it. But we like, hey, we going to love up on you and just encourage you with another special episode. So come back next week. Until then, you guys go ahead and have a great week.